welcome, welcome, welcome. How's everybody doing? Thank you for watching episode one and two to everybody that has done so on Haunted Cape Fear and Beyond. Um, please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel and check us out on Facebook if you have not done so. Uh, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Justin Lanassa uh, and the Museum of the Bazaar. We are in the Museum of the Bazaar filming on location in Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, I am here with the, my co-host, uh, Payne and Eric Auditorium. Um, that's just such a cool, it's like one of the coolest names. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I, I don't know if I've asked you this before, but how did, and I know this isn't necessarily, we, we got three topics we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, we're going to talk, getting to talking about dolls. Um, a couple of things about dolls, right? Mm -hmm. We could talk. There's a lot we could talk about. Just you could do an entire episode absolutely. on just that. We're going to talk about dolls tonight. We're going to talk about uh, UFOs, local um, sightings, and, and local related uh, events, and, and maybe some uh, national related events uh, on UFOs. Because we really haven't talked about UFOs. I'm going back to you in just a second here. Because <laughs> uh, you know how I waffle. All right. Um, and we're going to talk. We're going to end up on uh, local ghost stories. Right, because there's a bunch. There's yeah. there's a bunch. Uh, you know, we, we have and personal experiences outside of this museum. Mm -hmm. Right, so we're we're gonna get into that tonight uh, as well. Um, but 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 Eric, <laughs> I stupid chair. Um, it's not the stupid chair. It's the stupid me. Um, I am. Uh, I can't. Did we talk about where you came up with your name? Uh, I don't think so. Well, I want to know. I don't know if Hayne wants to know, but I, I want to know. <laughs> so, well, could you <laughs> just, if you if you don't mind. I'm not sure. I know uh, I'm kind of putting you on the spot, no. but it's, it's such a cool name. I, I, I got a feeling it's got to have some sort of backstory. Well, it, it does. It was given to me when I was, when I first started doing my sideshow career when I was early on. Now, for, right, right, for one more second. For those that haven't seen any episodes, or they may be just viewing this episode, uh, Eric Auditorium is a swords professional sword swallower, yeah. and among other things, he's. Um, what would you? How would you say in general what you are and what you do? Well, um, in regard to my performance, I'm a sideshow performer. I may, I mainly <laughs> am known for sword swallowing, but I do basically all the working acts of the <laughs> sideshow. Um, and, and how long have you been doing this again? Uh, just over 30 years. Okay, so let's go back to how did you get your name? All right, so early on in my sideshow career, it was given to me. Um, I needed a stage name, and a couple older sideshow performers gave me the name Auditorium because I was becoming a human auditorium. All the tattoos on my body are all circus freaks and sideshow greats, and so I was literally becoming a human uh, auditorium. I have tattoos of the Fiji Mermaid. I have tattoos of Francis O'Connor, the Armless Wonder. I've got a portrait of Robert Ripley on my hand. Like uh, Everything is circus sideshow related. That's where I got uh, my middle name from, Ripley. So <laughs> so that's uh, it was given to me, and I've been using it longer than I ever used my birth name for. So Nice. It, it is way more my real name than my birth name. Very cool. That is very cool. Uh, I just, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but I, I just... 
It's such a, it's, yeah, just, it's got from. such a good ring to yeah. it. <laughs> you know, it's so catchy. It know? flows very well. It flows very well. I, I'm jealous because oh, I don't. Thank you. I have no. I mean, a lot of people like Davida. Like my last name, Davida. Mm-hmm. You know, in high school, most everybody used to just call me by my last name, mm-hmm. or they call me Inagata, like Inagata of Eden. The song <laughs> they would call me Inagata. It's actually in the Garden of Eden. Yeah, but weren't they like really high and probably couldn't get the words out? <laughs> probably, <laughs> was, there was probably some of that involved, I'm sure. <laughs> but you know, still not as cool in my opinion as Eric Auditorium. So, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Eric. I just hey, you're fine. I, I had to, I, I was thinking last show that there had to be some sort of mm. rhyme or reason mm. behind that name, and I, I, I appreciate you. You know, going into that with us, you know, tonight. So, um, but so we're gonna let's just go ahead and, and, and get right on into. Um, so so Justin mentioned in group chat. Let's talk about Dawes. I don't. I don't know if he's got a, a thing. I mean, if that's like a thing. Have you ever heard him talk about? Eric or Hayne? I, I haven't. I, I know that he enjoys having potentially possessed dolls here, right. but I, I've never seen whether he, you know, anything outside of that. But So, Eric? Um, well, I know that over the years, the museum has gotten a reputation for accepting cursed, haunted, possessed, whatever you want to call it, uh, dolls from people. And, uh, that's actually where a lot of the dolls that are hanging up on the way to the back part of the museum come so, from. So Our let's people talk have sent them to us. <laughs> let's talk about... Bring your problem dolls here. Yeah. Now, Hayne... <laughs> Essentially, yes. <laughs> Hayne, you used to work here. <laughs> were these here when you were here? Or yes. is that something new? Yeah, have you ever... Did you ever get to be on the receiving end of a doll when it came um, into the museum? Or not when I was here. We didn't have any new ones come in. Um, however, I did work extensively with some of the dolls that were here like cleaning the cases and stuff like that and it was it was pretty cool like i but i like weird stuff like that so yeah well <laughs> n- now um eric yeah. would you do you've got some time here now either one of you so we're, we're going to talk about the dolls here a minute you know mm-hmm. would you do you believe in the stories of them in general uh, and or have you had any experiences that might be personal since you've worked in since you two have worked now when we we did an investigation here i we felt that a couple of dolls moved Mm -hmm. upon us asking one of the spirits to to move the dolls for us uh now we could try maybe debunk that in a draft yada as a draft like wind you know, coming through a door or something by the back door. But but I, I would like to think that it was a little more involved than that. Well, if you if you remember where we picked up what we believed was a vortex was right underneath all of those dolls right. where they're hanging up. Right. Um, which makes sense. Right. <laughs> you know? now, now, Eric... What's the most, in your opinion, with the local... Do- now, Hayne, I guess you could share one, too, but I'm just going back and forth right now. So, what, in your opinion, Eric, with the dolls that you have here, what do you think are the most... What's the most uh, interesting story in relation to one of the dolls that sticks in your head the most? Um, 
You know, they're all pretty much, a lot of them are the same, but there's like a child, or what is that, presenting itself as a child attached to the dolls. Mm -hmm. Most of the ones in the back there, that's the case. Now, some of those dolls back there have nothing extraordinary about them. They're mm -hmm. there as vessels. They're just back there. Right. And then, um, but this Bozo the Clown doll we have over there. Yeah, Bozo. <laughs> he, he, people really believe that he is cursed. Mm -hmm. Now, is there a reason why, or is it just something they just feel? The person who had it before it came here insisted that it was a cursed doll. And people who have challenged that doll have wound up being severely injured. Yeah. So. Say that one more time. Wait now. So people, what? Pe people tend to kind of taunt it because it, it said it's a curse and you're not supposed to look it in the eyes. And people like to challenge it. And people who challenge it end up like walking out of here and getting hit by a motorcycle and have their legs broken. Or Hayne, are you, have you heard these same stories? Have you? I, I was here one day when something like that happened. Are you shitting me? Yeah, a uh, girl was staring him in the eye and being really pretty obnoxious about it, showing off her friends, and she walked outside and immediately tripped over literally nothing, broke her arm right outside the door. What? Wow. She's now, do you tell swore. people this? Like, oh, yeah. Then, I mean, in other words, people coming to visit the museum, is that something you two talk about to people coming to there's visit a, the There's museum? a warning on Bozo. Okay, okay. Yeah. Like yeah there's a warning. So you there's don't a, have to there's talk, a you QR code you can scan, and it'll tell you yeah. that it's dangerous. Right. It's a but no, uh, the chick, whenever she went outside and broke her arm, like she swore up and down that she felt something shove her. What? Like, it, it wasn't just she tripped an accident. Like, she was like, no, something came up behind me and shoved me. And, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Like, I've felt that I've been touched here at least once. Again, sometimes I'm caught up in the moment. And, you know, you've been on investigation with me. Mm -hmm. uh, Eric was here when we did the investigation with the about list. Um, I try to debunk things, disprove yeah. things first, right? So I, I tried to write that off as maybe I, I ran into a, a or a bug ran into me or, or yeah. something, but but it may not have been, yeah. you know, and that's because it's happened to me twice here. I've gotten touched twice here. Yeah, know, so and I, I'm very much the same way. If the way I see it, if something can be disproven, it should be disproven. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, there there have just been so many instances surrounding Bozo in particular that are. You just, it, if they were isolated incidents that were very scarce, it'd be one thing. But for it to happen with the frequency with which it has happened, that's when you start to wonder. Um, it's okay. So Eric, <laughs> I'm going to ask Hank too, but I'm just switching back mm -hmm. for conversation's sake, right? Eric, how many incidences would you say with Bozo have you been? Have you can you account for over since you've been working here? I know of at least four. Mm -hmm. And I've never had an issue with Bozo, but also I don't challenge him. So yeah, right. that. that's what like, I did. Show him it's respect. Almost like, you know, it's almost like that movie where you, you say the that look in the, turn in the bathroom, you turn the lights off, look in the mirror, and you say Bloody Mary or three times mm -hmm. or whatever. I don't care if it's real. I'm not going to. I don't care if it's I don't care if it's BS or not. I'm not going <laughs> to do it. I don't care who you are. You're not going to attempt fate. I'm not going <laughs> to. As much shit as I've been through in my life. I'll open up a portal to hell, you know, <laughs> or something. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. 
Would y'all? Would y'all do? Would you, have you done it? I've done it. Oh, I've done Bloody Mary. Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. <laughs> do you that, see who you're talking to? I, I, think <laughs> <I did> that <laughs> first, I think the first time I did that, I was like 10 years old. Something like <laughs> yeah, that. Like, That's hilarious. That's a rite of passage, man. Oh God. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, just. Yo, I can't. No. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> but then, then the other doll that is remarkable to me is, of course, our star. The show annabelle back there yeah she was actually used in the making of the conjuring um it's now i got i'm sorry to interrupt but but is there more than one annabelle there's got to be yeah right? there yeah. there was two just for that movie mm-hmm. right but there's there's annabelle's all over the world though or or annabelle well replicas i'm guessing there's lots of annabelle replicas there's probably about i would guess 10 or a dozen mm-hmm. screen used annabelle's yeah at this point, I mean, it's called the Conjuring Universe. It makes so many freaking Jeez, movies. Yeah. So let's go into the, do you know, I knew the backstory of Annabelle, but I can't remember shit these days. So so who wants to give a back, Hayne, you want to give a backstory on Annabelle? Uh, well, the the way that. Or between the two of you. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll let you handle this. You are a much better storyteller than <laughs> I am. Okay, well, Annabelle, the, the, the real Annabelle is a raggedy Ann doll. Mm-hmm. And it was gifted, I don't remember by who, to this nurse. I believe it was her parent, one of her parents, maybe? Um, gifted it to this nurse, and she had a roommate who was also a nurse. And they would in- started including it in things, like bringing it down to eat meals with them and engaging it. And then they started noticing it was moving around the apartment and moving on her own. When no one else was there, she would move. And then they started actually physically seeing her move. And... Mm-hmm. Other bad things started happening. I had actually heard the story before that, where the Annabelle had originally come from, Mm -hmm. where she was made. I had heard that apparently she had been made by a slave for a plantation owner's daughter. And the little girl was just horrible. And apparently the little girl, her her bed got set on fire one night. And everything in the room was messed up except for that doll. I had never heard that one. Yeah. Wow. And, and apparently it just sort of like moved hands back and forth until it got to the nurse. Mm-hmm. But apparently from what I had been told, that was where she had originally been created. And it was kind of that hatefulness from that little girl that sort of spurned it into being well, a let me more ask malicious creation. Let me ask you this. Um, there's so much I could... There's so much, you know. Do you think Annabelle is the the most, sorry, the the most um, well known doll around the world as the most haunted or, or cursed, or I or do you think there's uh, other dolls that have more um, that are more known? And if they are, what are they? I, I think that Robert is pretty good competition. I, I think Robert used to be more well known. Yeah, until the Conjuring Annabelle and all that whole franchise came out. I yeah. feel like Robert was more. What well-known. is Robert? Yeah, Robert was. Uh, I believe he's at the Smithsonian now. He's in uh, Keys, he's, uh, Florida. Okay, because I know that they were moving him around for exhibits for a while. Yeah, he, he travels between two places, but he stays in the Keys. Now, what's yeah. the backstory on Robert? He was, if anything, okay, things tended to happen around Annabelle, and right. she would move and stuff. Robert was known for 
actual physical attacks on the family um, and was largely considered to be just straight up demonic. Um, so he and the boy he belonged to were inseparable. Yeah. And they would hear him talking to the doll in the room and they would hear a distinct different voice talking back. Whoa. Yeah. So he he might have he might the disembodied type or spirit mm -hmm. of attachment. Yeah, like it's Robert is definitely an interesting rabbit hole to fall down. Are there some do you know any sites you can go to to Oh, just just Google, just Google Robert, Robert the, the doll. doll. Okay. And he even looks creepy. Right. <laughs> like it, it's he has a face, but not really. It's just sort of like face shaped. All right. Like it's. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, we're, we're short on, we, we don't have a lot of time. So let's say top, you know, outside of the museum, we've talked about Annabelle a little bit and Robert the doll. Let's do a number. What's the, what would you say the third between the two of you? Who, a third. We'll say talk about top three most famous haunted dolls. I don't know. I think top three is like a multi-way tie. There's, uh, what was the one you were telling me about before? A Letta? Yeah. Yeah, Letta. Short for Letta Me Out. He just found... <laughs> that he sounds like something that I would come up with. Well, he, Like something I would make. I, that's he, a name that I would consider... That, that keep that in mind, he's from Australia, and they talk like that. No, but I, <laughs> it just sounds like something that I would come up with. And, you know, for y'all that know me, people know me, and know I'm punny as I am, I, I would... Letta is unusual, Letta's unusual in, the res in the regard that it's a wooden doll. Mm -hmm. it, it's carved out of wood, and it has human hair. And it was found under the floorboards of a house. And there's always been, ever since it was discovered, the guy who got it out, out from underneath the floorboards has had it in his possession this whole time. And it's always moved around. Uh, nothing necessarily evil or malevolent. He just moves. And, like, quite a bit. Now, where is Letta Just trying to get exercise. In Australia. With, with the same guy. It's in a museum or in a... Oh, no, he travels around with it. Oh. He, he does, like, appearances with it. Now, look. He has a... Lettuce got his own Instagram, man. Like That's awesome. So I don't know if you guys have ever heard of... Um, a there's a wrestler friend of mine, professional wrestler. Um, he goes by uh, Papa Stro. Have you ever heard of Papa Stro? The wrestler, he was huge in the 90s. I know who Sting and The Undertaker are. Well, but he was the same... I think about the same time period. Um... Ooh, and The Rock. I know who well, The Rock is. Yeah, <laughs> most people do. Um, but uh, he's a friend of mine. And he, bat one of his characters um, with the Papa Stro was he has a doll that he carries with him. And his doll's name is Dorothy. And Sorry, I just thought of another no, no, that's cool. That's cool. Well, I might can eventually get him on our show. That'd be cool. Uh, in, in character. And he'll, he's, w he's a former, I think, WCW heavyweight or... or Champion wrestler, he's got belts and nice. yeah, yeah, he's super nice guy. I was just thinking about the prop thing, and like it made me think of mankind with the sock. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but is that haunted or is that? No, but he's all I, I've met him, and oh. he's really nice. Oh. he gives really good <laughs> hugs. <laughs> okay, you were talking about props. Oh God, I got I, I, well. Well, but I wanted to talk to, <laughs> if I got Papa Straw on here, I'd want to talk about Dorothy, and is, is Dorothy, I'm wondering, is Dorothy got any, I was want to, I would want to know that, because that's been. If Dorothy's got some juju. Yes. You know, yes. that actually kind of 
Papa Strong fans can always chime in on our YouTube page, well, too, and, and comment on this, because you've got I a bunch of fans. I kind of have a theory regarding that, because people, people, whenever I worked here, we'd talk about Bozo a lot, and they would obviously challenge him and end up getting hurt, you know, or something like that, or, you know, try to mess with Annabelle, think, oh, she's a movie prop, nothing's going to happen. Right. And something would. Right. Um, and people that really tended to confuse people because Bozo used to be a regularly syndicated show. Right. I remember and Bozo. I used to watch yeah. it all the kids. I used to love that show. It was actually pre-syndication. That's a, yeah. that's a whole weird thing where every town had a local Bozo. Yeah. That stuck to the same script. Exactly. And, and those were mass-produced dolls. They sold Bozo lunch boxes and dolls and stuff like that. And right. I think that people feel that because it was a largely commercialized thing, that it, there can't be any sort of attachment to it. And I actually think the opposite. I think that whenever you have something that's that recognizable by such a large group of people, it kind of... People tend to focus their energy uh, on it. And I it can manifest. I swear to God, I was just thinking... you, I, Like, we were on... <laughs> I was about to say, do you, do you think that someone... That uh, on that kind of a level, you you think people could create their own energy to help manifest. Yeah, well, I mean that that's essentially how poltergeists are born. Right. You know, it, it's a manifestation of emotions and unresolved feelings that take on a life of their own. That's right. essentially the same thing. You know, it's people that we all have... Bozo's a poltergeist on a massive worldwide <laughs> <Yeah>. level. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, th those are largely recognizable characters that at some point everybody has had in their psyche that they've thought about in passing or something. Wow. And so... I mean, I... It, it, it takes on its own personality. Eric? It can manifest. Add to that? Well, I, I just find it interesting. Have you ever heard of the um, Uncanny Valley? Yes. You know what that is? No. Mm -hmm. That is the weird space that dolls live mm -hmm. in. It, it's, it's, okay. Is it uncanny the, that I haven't heard of it? <laughs> well, the reason <laughs> it's called that, it's actually a Japanese robotics guy that came up with that term. But it, it applies to dolls, clowns, clocks, mm. um, anything that resembles a person or a face. Uh, it, it's this weird area where it's... It looks like a person, but it's not a person. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're hardwired to recognize faces right away. Yeah. And then we go into a very more drawn-out process of trying to figure out if there's anything there. Mm -hmm. And that's where people get creeped out. That's where the fear of dolls comes from. Right. Mm -hmm. And fear of dolls wasn't really a thing until the 1900s when they started making better toys. Right. Yeah. Like, as toy-making technology improved and eyes started opening and closing and right. the faces got more realistic, people got more freaked out by dolls because they look like they should be alive, mm -hmm. and they're not. Well, let's, let me ask you this. We'll, we'll end out this topic on, or this particular topic on the, a couple of things I just want to add in. Um, we've mentioned spirit attachment theory, and we've mentioned curse, and we've mentioned possession. Mm -hmm. My... When it comes to dolls, are say for Annabelle or or Bozo, you know, could all three be a factor? Is it only one or the other? Um, 
you know what I mean? I mean, do you do you think is is there when it comes to dolls, is there even a difference between possession, cursed, I mean, and in, in there's there's a difference with with a curse. You typically have an individual that is focusing their energy in order to complete a task. With a manifestation, it's sort of a hodgepodge of a bunch of different energies that are coming together that are sort of similar. Right. That kind of band together to create something larger. With the possession, that's something that has decided to house itself within whatever that is and attempt to infiltrate other areas that so, way. So in the terms of Annabelle, but in the terms of the, the three main dolls we talked about, which mm -hmm. ones do you believe are they, would those best describe those dolls out of what I just threw at you all? Possessions, cursed, or... What was the other one? I can't even remember. Uh, manifestation. Manif yeah. yeah. Or, or, or uh, uh, a spirit attachment. You mm -hmm. um, know, you know, I would, I wouldn't know. I, I, I don't, I don't pretend to be an expert. I just like. Um, no, but you know, you know more about dolls than I do. <laughs> yeah. I, I but I do know a lot about you know spirit attachment and possessions well, I, and. I know, for example, Annabelle that we have here is a movie prop. Mm -hmm. However. Lorraine Warren, she was a technical advisor on the movie, and she came here to see where her home was going to be and swore that there was negative energy attached to that doll because of her involvement with the story that was being told. Mm -hmm. Now, I've never had anything weird occur with this Annabelle, ever. Mm -hmm. Right. So maybe uh, maybe it's how hard you believe it. Like, maybe that. You can almost psyche it. yourself. Maybe, in maybe in it's not the doll at all. Right. Maybe it's the people observing or handling or owning the doll. And using the doll it. as a... Maybe it's just them. Maybe it's like some kind of... Telekinesis they're, they're or it on whatever. The doll. Or well, the yeah, they're just doing it themselves. Or they psych themselves up well, so much they really believe that it's the doll. And well, I, I, I find, it, I find it very right. interesting that these haunted or whatever dolls were extremely rare until the 1900s when people started becoming afraid of dolls. Fast forward to today, I go online and find haunted dolls. You know, I can buy, you know, six of them for 60 bucks. So, is it is it that they're actually haunted or are people making them haunted? Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and that's, that's the, that is the debate, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, or, or that's, that could be very well be part of the bigger picture, mm -hmm. you know. It, but I also, because I am a paranormal investigator still, um, you know, part of me still wants to believe in spirit attachment in 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 Well, it probably possession. happens, but I just don't think it happens with the frequency with which people assume it no, does I, today. I, no, I yeah. I, I, I'm just saying I like to lean that way, uh, but I also right. appreciate the approach you just presented to us, you know, and that and then that that concept, you know, I just can't, you know, as a paranormal investigator, sometimes we jump the gun mm -hmm. and think and think only one certain way. Mm -hmm. Oh, if we're not debunking, mm -hmm. we all of a sudden assume not say we, uh, uh, that's some, you know, automatically assume it's got to be this, that, mm. you know. I, I feel like as a general rule of thumb, your first instinct should always be debunk first. Well, sure, but, you know, but, like but, 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 but you, you know, some people don't want to go into any other ways mm. than, you know, possession, spirit attachment, or, or uh, 
you know, uh, everything else we talked about besides what Eric mm -hmm. just brought to the table. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I like the way that he brought, you know. Yeah. You know um, well, I'm not saying they're imagining it either. They no, could be, but it could be their energy that's mm -hmm. making it happen. And but exactly. And mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily, it's not, it's, it's an energy thing. Yeah. It's not necessarily an imagination. Yeah. It, it could be really happening. But mm -hmm. like Eric said, it could be happening because of something that they yeah. willed it to happen. Yeah. In, you it know, I believe the power of will, willpower is mm -hmm. is extremely powerful, you know. It, it's like the idea of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. You oh put yeah. enough energy into something and it's going to happen eventually. I mean, people live their life by that, saying mantras mm -hmm. and all that. So why couldn't people be yeah. burning dolls? And, and, and that was very well said. Yeah, right. I totally agree. Um, but I, I just, and I find that all interesting um, in, in in some way, shape, or form, whether it is a possession, whether I'm a big believer in spirit attachment, mm -hmm. you know, um, and you know, I like to be able to have people be able to explain the differences between spirit attachment being cursed, uh, or or uh, did you use your own energy to create it to happen, mm -hmm. you know. All of that needs to be processed mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to paranormal investigators mm -hmm. or anybody, really, that's wanting to get into the, you know, reasoning behind mm -hmm. certain events that might have taken place with a particular doll. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I just, I think it's interesting that w we've mentioned multiple different avenues and in, in possibilities. Oh, yeah. So, and I think that's a good place to, to stop this particular topic, you know, because... I feel like we're going to revisit this in oh, another episode. Oh, absolutely. All right, so we're going to get into the next topic here. Um, and I'm a, I'm a huge <laughs> fan. I mean, I'm a pretty big fan of most of our topics in general anyway, or all of our topics, really. So, some more than others. But I'm a, I'm a big um, believer in the possibility of alien life in some way, shape, or form. Not necessarily what's been embedded into our brains due to Hollywood, social media. Um, and and I'm a, I am a UFO enthusiast, mm -hmm. okay? There is, it's, it is a thing. Um, and I have witnessed, now, now before we even get into this, there I constantly have to, not constantly, I, I, I tend to have to remind people the term UFO means unidentified flying object. It doesn't mean it's a freaking alien attacking us from outer space. Or it's simply you don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. And, and it's so, it irks me. I could get on. I'm not. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to be good, y'all. I'm gonna try to. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna try not to get on. Oh, I just reminded myself too before you get into this. So I woke up this morning, and there was like just four big scratches on my back. Uh -huh. Long scratches on my back, and my sense of smell was like way greater than it's ever been before. Uh -huh. For like about of an hour, and I was, you know, I've had. I had. Weird dreams. Go on. 
No, that's, I don't want to. I, don't, I just go. That's all I'm going to say for for now. It's just that I had some weird dreams and that. And but in in the dreams, I heard what might have been howling. That's all I'm going to say. And then I woke up. <laughs> did you um? <laughs> did you understand what they were saying? No, or? no, no, no. Just. just off in the distance, howling. But I'm still standing by that I'm not a werewolf. What's the so. date today? Third? <laughs> the full moon is, next full moon is like the ninth, I think. It is the seventh. Is it the seventh? So maybe I should put some cameras up in my room or something mm-hmm. <laughs> at home. Chains on your bed. Yeah, we're we're not <laughs> filming, right? On the seventh. <laughs> I'm just saying, y'all. I'm just, I'm just. The scratches could be paranormal related, you know, from or cryptid related. Keep yeah, keep telling yourself that's that. That's my story. So anyway, we're sorry. We're here for you, Matt. Thank you, thank you. Werewolf, <laughs> <laughs> werewolf, what is it? Uh, it's like Alcoholics Anonymous, Werewolf Anonymous, Lycanthropes Anonymous. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Cryptids Anonymous. <laughs> is a werewolf a cryptid? Sure. Could it be a cryptid? I mean, or is a werewolf super supernatural? I know we're off topic, but. If you believe they even exist, I don't know. Would they could they fall in both categories or either category, or would they be li- kind of be related possibly to Bigfoot in that realm? Well, the Dogman's definitely a cryptid, and that's practically yeah. a werewolf. And that's uh, true. Then you got the law. La- la- what's it? Uh, the Rougarou mm-hmm. down in Louisiana. That's yeah. a werewolf. That's a cryptid. Chupacabra. Is it Chupacabra? Ch- I can't that's ever say that. Name. Is that cryptid? That's a cryptid. Yeah, it's yeah. cryptid. Okay. So anyway, so. Sorry. I, I guess I guess werewolf kind of straddles that. I'm going to knock this Christmas tree uh, over. It depends on who you talk to, I think. Yeah. So this is weird. I've got a Christmas tree next to me in... in sorry, Pigeon. You in attacked the wrong man. I know. Sorry. I said sorry like a million... I, I was going to say it a million times. Sorry. Uh, and I got Pinhead next to me. Is that not weird? It's weird. To me, it goes. He's got a present. Hey. He, yeah, he does have a present. So anyway, sorry. Okay, so... Um, if you haven't seen the new Hellraiser, you should. It's brilliant. You know I don't like gore. I'm a werewolf. Wait, wait, no, I'm not. Ah. <laughs> does does it make you hungry? I, I, Is that I live, why you don't I, like it? I live the uh, the gore. Uh, I mean, I live the, uh, the 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 scary movie night in real life with being a paranormal investigator. So I don't. I'm not uh-huh. a big. That's what I meant to say. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, NASA. Going back to UFOs, um, has discovered. Uh, I think this is recently. So er, I don't know if you, Eric, do you follow national UFO news at all? Or hand do uh, you? Not you really anymore. I kind of used to, but um, not not so much anymore. So a few years ago, there was a an object that had entered our solar system. Mm-hmm. It looked like a long gated. Uh, did you guys see about this orb related object? It looked like a. It looked like a. Cigar rock, long gated rock. They, they didn't, and scientists didn't know. They thought it was a comet at first, mm. or a meteor. Wait, it's a meteor. Once it, it's a meteorite. Once it enters the atmosphere, right? I believe so. And it's a meteor. No, it's a meteor. When it, it's a meteorite, it's one or the other. I can't remember. It changes when it enters mm. our atmosphere. Anyway, 
They thought it was like a comet, and then they thought it was an asteroid. Mm -hmm. But this thing was had its own movement. And then when it came into closer into our solar system, where they thought it was going to start, you know, spinning like all the other asteroids and this, that, and the other, <laughs> it did one of these. Like, so this is our solar system, for camera's sake, and it's spinning. This thing comes, and then it goes... I mean, away. lucky for us. Well, like. uh, scientists say, you can look this up on the internet, mm -hmm. you know, um, um, interstellar visitor, or interstellar, what's the word I'm looking for? There's another word for it, but um, long gated rock formation enters, mm -hmm. baffles scientists, they don't know what it is. Um, you can Google it. Uh, it's on YouTube. And so this was several years ago. Well, recently another one's entered our atmosphere, or, or our solar system. Huh. And it, I don't know if it's gone yet or if it's still around. I haven't, now we can Google that too, but, uh, or if anyone sees this on YouTube, feel free to comment about this um, in the comment section, obviously. Um, but, you know, my, I am a believer, again, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm curious in, in the possibilities of, mm -hmm. what about you two, Tane? Yeah, I, I think I touched on this on another episode briefly, but uh, I'll say it again. I, looking at it logically, to think of the vastness of space, all of the different solar systems that are out there, all of the different galaxies, I believe Endless. That, yeah, endless. I believe that it is arrogant for humans to assume that we're it. But they actually have found bacteria on Mars that well, was a silicone-based life form. Sure, that and, and possibly underwater rivers yeah, and all kinds of stuff. But just, just finding that bacteria... That's, That's alive. Absolutely. That in itself is proof of extraterrestrial existence. People just kind of write it off because it's just bacteria. Right, and it's not the aliens we want to see like they are on yeah. TV. So. Now, whether or not these other beings are advanced enough with their technology to come visit us, or maybe they're stuck in their equivalent of a caveman era, we, we have no idea of knowing. And right. I, I have no doubt that we probably at some point have had visitors. Eric? Um, I believe it's a possibility. I mean, I've seen things in the sky from so the time I was a kid. So, uh, sure, I, I, I believe it. So, it what have you seen? I um, mean, if you want to share, if you don't understand, it's personal. Uh, no. I, well, one of the things that really sticks out in my mind is um, I was camping near Yosemite. I was on the south fork of the Tuolumne, Tuolumne River. Um, not not into Tuolumne Meadows, but just south of there. That's in California. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, outside of Yosemite National Park, and uh, we were camping, and we could very clearly make out a line of lights, like mm -hmm. four, maybe five lights flying in formation. Were they spherical? Um, uh, yes. I mean, they were kind of far away, so it'd right. be hard to say. I mean, they basically kind of looked like stars, but they were slightly blue instead of white like mo or yellow like most of 
most of the stars around. They didn't match. Right. Would you they say were, Orbish, were, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. And they were flying in formation, and then they stopped. I mean, stop. And you know, I kind of almost lost track of them in the sky because they kind of blended with the stars, mm-hmm. and then they started moving again, but they changed formation. Instead of being in a straight line, they spread out further and staggered, and uh, it really freaked me my, my younger brother out. Uh, got home from that camping trip. I was telling my grandfather about it, and he he completely believes in mm-hmm. UFOs. He he worked in aerospace for years. He says that they were reverse engineering mm-hmm. alien spacecraft. So, w- with coming from having a grandfather like that and seeing these things in the sky when I was a kid, and then looking back on it now, now that I see these uh, Skynet. Yeah, muscle project. That's exactly what it was doing. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it was like it, it was moving around like those Skynet. Mm-hmm. Look, and and I don't want to get political, but but even Trump said, when he was president, quote, or, or uh, not exact. I'm trying to get as exact, you know, as close to his quote as possible. But he, I believe, he said something on the lines of, "We have in our possession uh, vehicles that are from off world." Yeah, in off, our possession. off planet, off planet aircraft. Vehicle. Yeah, in our possession. He says this, mm-hmm. I, and and it. There, there are so many people that hate that man so much, that they would not believe. Believe well, because he said, said, it. said somebody it. Somebody else said it before he did, though. He was just. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. As a as an enthusiast, I look past my. Um. You know political dislike for somebody when it comes to that realm. It's kind of like finding out that like your favorite thing ever is being served for dinner but the person that you hate made it. That's, and it gives you like. you don't want to eat it. <laughs> now, I get it. No, no, look, look, I totally get it. But but you, you got to uh, you know in my opinion and here's the other thing. We're, we're so distracted by so many other things that's going on in this world. You know, I, I, a lot of people just don't care anymore, mm. you know, and I get that, too, you know. But it's like when he said that, I was like, holy shit. Well, people from NASA said the same thing. People yeah. from yeah. the Air Force said the same thing. And people, like, literally just brushed it off. They're like, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's like the bacteria that was found. And they, Yeah. And they were also going to talk about being more transparent and letting us know more about these UFOs. And then we got nothing. For years now. Yeah. Since these original statements. Nothing. Well, and they've released those sub documents. They were supposed to have this huge release. Wasn't like a huge percentage of it redacted? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and it's like, here's the thing. And I've talked about this on other shows. And I'll talk about a little bit with you all. And, and, you know, with this new show. um, Just because I feel like it's important to... Uh, maintain, you know, th- this level of of where we're at with this this conversation. But um, there are a lot of people that believe in government that mm-hmm. believe that uh, we are not, as a society, as a whole, as a species, we are not ready. I agree with that. You know what I mean. And and not only are we not ready, there are those that believe that we are working with aliens currently. Right, and I'm I'm just real quick, and 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 if they were to come out, 
and spill all the beans about aliens. Um, and again, this is a little bit different than UFOs, but it's still some it's related. So, but they would jeopardize um, current operations that are it, it jeopardize ca countless lives. That's what I've been told by re resources of other enthusiasts, you know, over the past few years. Uh, and I don't have any proof to this. <laughs> yeah. This you know I'm a massive horror movie fan. Yes. Believe it or not, my favorite movie quote of all time, is, it sounds ridiculous, isn't from a horror film. It's actually from the first Men in Black. And it's when Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith are sitting on the bank of that river on that bench. It was a great movie. The first yeah, one was great. And he's trying to convince Will Smith to join. Right. And Will Smith is questioning, you know, why, why don't you just tell people? People are smart. They can handle it. Right. And Tommy Lee Jones says, like I said, favorite movie quote of all time, a person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. That's right. That, and that, that is where and we, we're still there. Eric, in, would you like to chime in on any of this? Um, I, think, I think that that's kind of true, that people can be panicky. But uh, I also don't think I trust the government to know what's good for everybody. Oh, I agree no, with I that. Totally I agree, agree with that, that completely. <laughs> so, but, I don't know. But in regards to, you know, I, I would tend to believe that if they were here, you know, and we were, I say we, world leaders were working with them, you know, it could jeopardize, you know, it could possibly could hurt people with operations that, that you know, you wouldn't want to get hurt, you know, <laughs> in I some way, you know, in some way, whatever way, you know. I feel like if there were regular interaction, I feel, one, the government would be using it to reverse engineer weapons, that they maybe got from them. Right. You know, they, they would absolutely seek to weaponize every bit of technology that they could. Right. There's no way that they wouldn't. However, on that same note, I do believe that should the public find out, they would lose their damn minds. So well, I, I don't like the idea of government overreach and government control. However... As a collective... Religion comes into play. All yeah, fanatical aspects of it come into play. Yeah, and, and while I don't like... I'm, I'm very much with you that I, I don't like the idea of the government being the one handling that whole situation, but at the same time, people do panic. People are prone to fits of mass hysteria. Right. And we, we don't... We don't function well as a collective. <laughs> yeah. We, we really don't. And we're functioning l even less well these days yeah. as a collective, in my opinion. And, and granted, this is just as a, s someone in the United States. There are other nations where they've proven they come together great. Right. But here, we tend to be a little bit more geared towards the self. I still think self. people would be shooting at spaceships if one yeah. thing, you know. <laughs> Yeah, like in the movies. I honestly think that would happen. Yeah. So. Like, we, we're a little bit too selfish to think of larger issues and, and contribute and to the overall Especially good. when it comes to UFOs I totally, yeah. you know, and other alien life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I try to be as positive as possible, but if I'm being completely and totally honest, I really don't have a whole lot of faith in people. Not, as like, not in large numbers anyway. No. Yeah. No. I agree. So. 
<laughs> Going back, have you, Hayne, have you ever experienced, had any kind of UFO experience? I have. It's I've seen random orbs of light that you think are a plane at first that take such a drastic directional change out of nowhere that right. you really can't explain it. Um, I, and I've seen them a lot around here. Wilmington is kind of known. So... I also work sometimes. Uh, I'm all, since I'm a UFO enthusiast. Uh, I, I work with a couple of UFO groups, and I hate. I'm just an idiot, and I can't remember shit. So, I might have their name wrong, and I am sorry in advance. I want to say it's ACI. I want to say it's Alien Cryptid. <coughs> um, Alien Cryptoid Investigations. Mm-hmm. Um, and we go. We. They have sources that comes into them, internet sources that comes into them through groups that constantly monitor for UFOs. Mm-hmm. And Southport is a fucking hot spot. Yeah. And I bl- and now a lot of people don't. I don't even know if I should say this. Maybe I shouldn't. Fuck it. Maybe I should. Redacted. Huh. <laughs> Redacted. Well, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say where it is, but in our area is one of the largest munitions dump in the country. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people believe, I say in our area, not Wilmington, the greater surrounding mm-hmm. areas of Wilmington, somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people watch this will know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not going to mention any names. But uh, there is a, an, a munitions dump, and um, ammunition dump. And a lot of people believe that these UFOs are feeding off of this for energy, this dump. I mean, you know, and or or monitoring it or or helping with securing of it. Uh, who knows? Uh, there's all kinds of possibilities, but mm-hmm. they have been seeing in that area uh, over the past few years quite often. Yeah, and they're all usually the same type. Now I have witnessed. So we do this thing called a sky watch. For those that don't know, um, a sky watch is basically you go to where there have been multiple sightings. We go down to the uh, north end or south end, one of the ends of Oak Island, and we set up cameras and binoculars and night vision goggles and whatever, and we point them straight up. Mm-hmm. And it's an all-night thing. We just camp out, and it's actually usually really peaceful you know, when we're there because it's late night and usually nobody there on the beach. Except for your wanderer, hey, what are y'all doing, people, every now and again. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, and, and you might, you, you know, it's, it's like being a paranormal investigator. You never know. You, 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 you'd be surprised at what you might find if you just look the fuck up. Yeah. You know, not while you're driving. No, don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Um, <laughs> so, but um, I have, the one I have seen is close to what Eric described. Mm-hmm. I, I have seen, we were down in Boiler Springs, and sure as shit, at about 3.30 in the freaking morning, these freaking oranges orbs came out of n- nowhere. Like, l- literally, <laughs> it was weird. It was almost like they evolved. Mm-hmm. Is that a good word? Can you evolve into something? Or, or you know Morphed. how you... Yeah, morphed. That's mm-hmm. a fucking great word. They morphed <laughs> into the air or into into visibility. 
right? And then they went into a cloud. There was like three of them. Mm-hmm. And then they I thought they were going to use the clouds as cover. But then they came out of the clouds, and they dissolved. I mean, they literally imploded into nothingness. Hmm. It was the craziest shit I've ever I mean, as far as I've seen some weird shit as a paranormal investigator, but mm-hmm. in that type of situation, it was some of the craziest shit I'd ever yeah. seen. Uh, you you hear about stuff like that around here a lot. Now, and here's something else, Eric. We talked about this on the last show about filming something and not being able to get good footage of it. Mm-hmm. When I was, I'm telling you, Eric, when oh I yeah. was filming this shit, mm-hmm. my hands were just like this. And when I went back to review... It was as if I was a shaky, nervous wreck on the video. And I swear to God, I was steady as a rock when I was filming it. Now I'm wondering if they had technology. It, it could be cloaking technology or it could just be whatever energy they're using. That, that just offset just the does that. Yeah. It might not be that intentional not at all. It might something they push. It might have been something it just, does just it. designed into that ship in general. Or just whatever energy it is, whatever. It's, it yeah, just no, does I, it. And that's right. what I think. You know, but regardless, I was I was freaked out as much as the UFO, almost as much as seeing the UFO as I was when I was reviewing that because I was pissed. I was <laughs> like, what the fuck? I know I held that phone steady as shit. Or not phone, my camera. I had a night vision mm-hmm. camera. And it was just like, it was almost like I was picked it up for the first damn time in my life. And I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And it was all shaky and shit. And I'm like, I know. I know my hands weren't shaking when I was watching it, when I was filming it. I don't know why I just thought of this. Have you ever seen, I I, I know you're not supposed to say this word because it can gain these things attention. Um, Have you ever seen the documentary... S-K-I-N Walker Ranch. I know about Walker Ranch. I've never seen the documentary, though. I've heard stories about it, though. Yeah. There's a documentary about it, about all of the instances that they've had on that property. Check it out. Oh, yeah. It goes into lights in the sky, the the weird energy that the place gives off. It goes into the cattle mutilations. Right. And, and again, we'll talk more about UFOs. Mm -hmm. We're just... You know, uh, Eric, uh, locally here in Wilmington, have you ever witnessed any, or in the Wilmington area, have you ever had any experiences? With UFOs, no. Yeah. No, not here locally. Mm-hmm. Now, I've heard people, s- I've seen them off of Rice Beach and off of Carolina Beach. That's about all I've heard in the past 10 years. I, I live out in Navassa, which yeah. is... Yeah, I used to live in Navassa. Yeah, it's like 10, 15 minutes from here. Right. And I, I've I've definitely seen stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, there's just something about this area. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I, I, the ones I know mostly of are in, you know, Southport area, Bonus Springs, Oak Island, down in there. That's usually where we go if we're going to go mm-hmm. skywatch. But, if, you know, you could go out to Carolina Beach and just yeah. set up shop overnight and you and look up. You'd be amazed at what you, you know. Maybe if we ever do, like, a live event for this, we should do that. Yeah, just do an all-nighter yeah. and set up shit and look up. Oh, that means you have to go a to nice the beach. clear night. It's 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 really relaxing for the most part. Yeah, peaceful. but we have to go to the beach. I regret my decision immediately. <laughs> 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 you don't have to go to the beach. <laughs> we went to 
Did Boiler Springs, we went to the lake. Oh, cool. Yeah, you let's know, do that. One of the lake, Boiler <laughs> Springs Lake. It was great. You know, we just we were right off the side of the highway. Of course, the, the guys that I was with, they are in tight with all the local authorities. Mm-hmm. They know everybody knows everybody there just about. And so we had permission, you know, to do what we were wanting to do. And um, it was, it was worth it because I, you know, I, I wasn't expecting – you know, same thing with doing paranormal invest. I've done this for so long on the paranormal side of things. I don't expect anything, mm-hmm. right? And so I don't set myself up for disappointment. I I, I don't care if something happens or not in these it, to a point anymore. That, that and you don't you know manifest some like not that you actually manifest things right, but right. you don't imagine do things <laughs> happening i am uh, supposedly i'm a war- werewolf so i can manif- possibly I mean manifest into something <laughs> possibly that's just, that's, that's there's no proof to that uh-huh. <laughs> you're just digging that hole deeper <laughs> so we'll get more into ufos is it useful that you could just like tunnel like that, digging your own hole? You don't have to have like a shovel. I'm good at changing topics quickly. Though. <laughs> 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 I mean, I probably might could be a decent politician. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had this image of you. I'm not a werewolf. Oh. <laughs> 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 That'd be my Logan or my logo, <laughs> my catchphrase. My catch <laughs> For every dog a bone. It'd be like, let's, <laughs> it'd be like, it'd be like, let's grow. <laughs> let's get this nation out of the doghouse. That's right. <laughs> I don't know the one to let the dogs out. Uh, anyway. Whew. Oh, Lordy. Um, it's not going away. Mm, no. <laughs> no, it's not. All right. So, last topic of the night. Um, we were talk- we've were we talked about dolls. We've talked about UFOs. And what's Christmas without ghost stories? Right? Um, but to recap on the UFO mm-hmm. and aliens in general, just real quick. Believer or not believer? I'm a believer but not in the way that Hollywood wants us to be. You, Hayne? I would say the same. Eric? I definitely believe in the possibility, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So at least we all agree on, yeah. we're all on the same page on that. That's good. So <sighs> You two both believe I'm a werewolf, and I don't believe I'm a werewolf. So You're outvoted. <laughs> on that. <laughs> all right. So um, Wilmington is enriched with ghost stories um tons of there's several books mako light being one of the most famous ghost stories in wilmington uh area it was actually out in delco i believe where it where it originally uh was it baldwin mm-hmm. yeah um joe was it joe baldwin, joe baldwin. Uh, even our river's called the cape fear yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and then there's numerous um, I used to own a, I'll tell mine real quick. Mm-hmm. I, I, outside of, now this is outside of me being a paranormal investigator because I, I don't know, that, that's a whole nother, those are episodes with them themselves, mm-hmm. but, you know, and, and a lot of those I can't discuss because of confidentiality agreements with clients. Um, but I used to own a bar here in Wilmington, North Carolina, downtown, called Bessie's. 
It's underneath. It used to be under. <coughs> excuse me. It used to be underneath um, Fat Tony's restaurant in downtown Wilmington. It used to be out in the basement. Bessie's and Longstreet's. Now, when I owned it, Longstreet's used to belong, originally belonged to the actor Tom Berger. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you all knew that or not. but I did not. Yeah. Um, and the, and it, it was passed a couple owners since him, and then I bought it from um, uh, John and Lori Butler, and then a couple people bought it from me, and then another folks, some other folks bought it, and now it's closed. Um, but that has a history of being haunted. It used to be a hotel back mm-hmm. in like the late 1800s, I think, and then back then it was considered a five-star hotel. Yeah. And they had a big fire. People died. Uh, William, I believe, was the ha- ghost haunt's name uh, that haunted Bessie's. Mm-hmm. And I had experiences with William. William was a playful spirit. I don't mm-hmm. believe, out of my 15-plus years of doing this, I don't believe every spirit is angry and evil mm-hmm. and upset or depressed or whatever. I believe there's all types of, of personalities mm-hmm. and spirits. And um, I believe that, that William was one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has shown himself to people. There have been accounts where a, a, a girl was talking to uh, William mm-hmm. in, in the back part of uh, Bessie's um, or Orton's. It was also known as Orton's Pool Hall. And someone would come up and say, who are you talking to? Well, I was talking to a guy. His name was William. <laughs> and we didn't see anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've seen shadow figures there um if you there was a tradition as you're li- uh, closing up for the evening or whenever you would leave your last person to leave they had a bell mm-hmm. right by the door you always had to say good night william and ring the bell <laughs> if you didn't he would let you know if somehow that hey you forgot to ring the bell i'm not gonna lie i would be that asshole that would just stand by the bell and wait I'm sure you're not the only what? one that has either thought that and or done that. <laughs> I would always ring the bell just because I was there a lot by myself and I didn't want to be fucked with, right? So I was just always ringing the bell. One time I forgot to ring the bell, right? And as I was, uh, this is, I shit you not, as I'm leaving. The audacity. Th- no shit. So Bessie's is a, or Orton's was a downstairs bar. Right, it had long. Sh- you go down these stairs, and Long Street was to the right. It was mm-hmm. a smaller bar, and Bessie was to the back and or to the left. And we used to have a bunch of bands, a big band venue. Bands came over all over the East mm-hmm. Coast to play there. Dick Dale played there. I got to meet Dick Dale. It was nice. cool. So, um, Dick Dale played there the night before I bought it. Oh yeah. We closed on it the very next day, so <laughs> that's kind of cool. But, um, so. As I'm leaving, after I lock the door, I hear something fucking jiggled the door. I swear, I'm talking jiggled the door. Mm. It wasn't the wind. It was something, (laughs) an energy (laughs) of some sort had jiggled that door. It was someone going, excuse me, sir. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was just (laughs) like that. It wasn't an angry, you know, shaking of the door. It was just... That's what it was. <laughs> now, you now forget something. Look, we can talk about my several experiences I had mm-hmm. at, at Bessie's. Uh, uh, 
crazy experiences. <laughs> that was just one of the, you know, quick little, let's throw out, what you got? Nothing. We're in a haunted museum, by the way, folks. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I, I think it was just a trick of the light that I, I saw. I got you. Um, but I never forgot to ring the doorbell. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the bell when I left mm -hmm. prior or, or after that incident, right? Because I was about halfway up the stairs and I heard, it freaked me out. <laughs> like, it freaked me out, right? That was one of the first experiences, right? Mm -hmm. And this was before I was a paranormal investigator, <laughs> too. So, okay? So, anyway. So that's that's my we'll be throwing ghost stories around all the time I'm sure on these on future episodes you know just randomly but that's that's there's more I don't want to spill the beans <laughs> all on this one you know so that's so so Hane let's it's your turn oh my God okay let's let's start small and we'll build up on others so don't well, don't don't here here's here's the problem. Uh, growing up, my family was not uh, financially well off. And one of the cool things is you can rent haunted houses really cheap because nobody else wants to live in them. There you go. And so I would love <laughs> to do that these days. And so growing up, I had a lot of experiences very very early on that no matter how i tried to rationalize them it it just wasn't gonna happen okay name the one that m talk about the one that sticks in your head the most your f or your first one what really was your eye opener to a different realm realm <laughs> i can tell you the one i thought was the funniest that's good Okay, not necessarily in Wilmington. Uh, for those not familiar with this area, there's a county not very far from here called Pender. And an area in, within that called Rocky Point. Um, there used to be this ancient farmhouse. And for a while, when I was a kid, my family rented it. It was super cheap because... It was in the middle of nowhere. It wasn't convenient. That area hadn't been developed yet. And the first day that my mom and my stepdad take my sister and I to this house, we pull into the property, and I look around, and I go, yeah, this place is haunted. And my mom's like, you have an overactive imagination. It's, it's fine. It's Why fine. Why do parents always say that? Yeah. Well, I was <laughs> like, you know what? Fine, whatever. I know that it's haunted. I just look at this place. Right. Well, so, I, I want to say I was nine years old, maybe. Maybe nine years old. But anyway, so, we lived there for a while, and I was right. It was haunted. Nobody believed me yet. It's cool. Whatever. Uh, so, um, the only full bathroom that we had was upstairs. And I remember getting out of the shower one night... And starting to walk down the stairs at the other end of the hallway. And our the hallway was weird because you had the floor. And then where the steps came up, it was just open floor. So you could have kept walking down the hall and then just fell down onto the, down to the stairs. That's weird. It just dropped off. Well, People designed some it, fucked up houses. It was, <laughs> it was, well, when we moved in that place, it was about an 80-year-old house. Right. Like, it was old. Right. And um, 
But anyway, when th that also meant that when you were walking down the stairs, it would come to a certain point where you could look to your side and your head would be at eye level with the floor in the hallway going back. And I want to see pictures of that house. I, I, I have <laughs> to look. I know I have some. So right. It was the weirdest designed house. But um, so I'm going down the stairs and I hear this really weird noise. And I'm like, what the hell is that? So I start, I look, there's nothing there, turn my head, start walking down the stairs, and I see a tricycle. And from the waist down of a child pedaling this thing down the hallway. What? And I was like, what the hell? So I turned my head again. When I look full on, it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> did you hear that? Yeah. Eric, did you hear that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> But um, the but museum's talking to <laughs> yeah. us. But uh, whenever I look full on, it's not there. And I'm like, maybe I'm just seeing stuff. So I start back down the stairs again. Hear what I then realized was a squeaky wheel. And see it out of the corner of my eye again. And I was like, I, I told her. I told her. She didn't want to listen to me, but I told her. Go down and tell my mom about it. She's like, your, your imagination's going wild. It's fine. Not long after that, fast forward to my little sister's birthday party. We are in the middle of nowhere. You cannot accidentally find this place. You had to get explicit instructions to get right, there. Right. Nobody's going to randomly walk up on your property because right. there's nothing there. So we're having the birthday party, and everybody's outside, you know, just hanging out in the yard. All Her little friends are out there playing, stuff like that, and... My mom goes inside. She can look into the backyard and see it through the windows in the kitchen. And then there's one door off to the side. Well, this little boy runs up, and she starts asking him if he likes the party, if he's having fun. And he's nodding his head, and he's happy. And my mom goes back to doing what she's doing and then remembers there are no little boys at this birthday party. Oh, man. I knew that was going to be the ending of that. Yeah. <laughs> and when that realization hits her, she goes to look at him, and he's just gone. Of Th course there's, he is. There's no, there's no way he could have left that area without right. going past her. So she comes outside looking like every drop of blood has been drained from her body. Wow. Yeah, and she she's kind of doing the birthday party thing, trying to be a good hostess, and I'm like, are you, are you okay? And she was like, I I think this place might be haunted. I, I just saw I just <laughs> now, saw Now she believes yeah, you she all was, of a sudden. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> I just saw a little boy in the kitchen. I, I think this place might be haunted. And I went, "Oh, really? Tell me more." What 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 makes you think that? Please. Wow. <laughs> I was right. You were wrong. <laughs> I know my mom is going to end up watching this, so let's, like, monitor her right, comments. Right, right, right. <laughs> I love you, Mom, oh, so much, man. but I was that's, right. That's crazy. <laughs> All right, Eric. Um, <laughs> what you got for us? Well, I, I, got, I got a local ghost story for you. And it, it's not personal experience. It's an old story. People mm -hmm. tell it all the time, but... I've been in the house. I've checked it out, and it—it's definitely something. I can—it feels like something's there. So what? What but house I, is this? Y'all mentioned y'all mentioned Joe Col or Joe Baldwin, mm -hmm. but this is another Baldwin, but not any relation to Joe. Her name's Emma Baldwin. 
Mm-hmm. I know that. She was the wife of a dentist. Mm-hmm. She used to live on the house on 4th Street that's right across the street from the cemetery there. Mm-hmm. Well, they call, it, they call it a cemetery. But I've it's heard of that It's house. really a graveyard. It's yeah. the Emma Baldwin house. It yeah, it, it, yeah, it's the Baldwin and some other name. Yeah, I've house. heard of that. I've heard but that. But it yeah. used to be, at one time, it was a dentist's office and a residence. Mm-hmm. And uh, Emma, in life, was pretty staunch lady. She was kind of like a Puritan kind of mm-hmm. in her thinking. And uh, she lived to be into her old age. She died peacefully in the house, but everyone who's ever lived there after that says she never really left. And she really disliked misbehaving children, and she disliked unwed couples, particularly if they lived together. And uh, she made it very apparent that she either approved or disapproved. If she liked the people in the house, she'd leave coins, in particular dimes. Usually very shiny dimes with old dates on them. And then if she disliked you, she left human teeth. Wow. That's cool. Now, I met a guy. I met a guy. It sounds kind of convoluted, but I I met a guy who was friends with one of the owners, and he has several, like, rotten teeth that that were found in the house, like on the stairs, in the living room. now, keep in mind that her husband was a dentist. And yeah. what dentists did a lot of times with teeth they extracted mm-hmm. is drop them in the walls. Yeah. And so they're, they're probably still to this day teeth on that property. But how do they get from in between the walls or under the house to, like, on people's nightstands, on the stairs? That is it, that's it, cool. It was Emma doing it. That's, that's pretty. So that's, cool. That is. Uh, her way of saying you're rotten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's. <laughs> And the people who live there now, she, they swear that she's still there. They just made peace with her. And so they mm-hmm. don't get the teeth anymore. Right. They, they, they let her know that this is still your house. Now, that's mm-hmm. a ghost but, story but I could sink my we, teeth into. Right. Uh. <laughs> but, but the people the people there, have, have, they have made peace with her. Uh, they, they let her know this is still your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we live here now, and we're going to have to coexist. Yeah. And once they had this, I won't call it a seance, but like a meeting of minds, mm-hmm. uh, Everything's been totally copacetic there. Wow. I feel like that's the most respectful way you can approach it. Like, we understand you put a lot of love into this, and we don't want to kick right. you out. You know, but we need to evolve this relationship. And, and mm-hmm. Yes, and that's you said exactly how I was going to say. There needs to be a res- – in my opinion, if you cannot – if the, the, the entity does not want to leave and or can't leave, there needs to be some sort of mutual agreement mm-hmm. made, or if you can make it, you know, like on Beetlejuice. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Very much like on Beetlejuice. Do you, ha- do you have an, uh, a, a personal experience that you want to add, or, or is that? Uh, I mean, we're gonna tell ghosts a lot more ghosts. Yeah, I'll, I'll get I'll get to personal experiences down the road. Okay, I got you. I got you. Fair enough. Um, I'll say this. I am a fan of of ghost tours, and. I've seen I've seen on social media where people get upset because they go on ghost tours and nothing sup- nothing happens, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and my response to that is, you know, um, <laughs> who are you to make something someone want to do something or something mm-hmm. want to do something or entity? They might not even know you're there. They might even not even be yeah. in the if they have you know free will to walk around 
that, that is so entitled. Yes, <laughs> it's 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 asinine, mm-hmm. you know, to me when when I see that. My what I love most about the ghost tours is it's a great way to learn about local mm-hmm. history, mm-hmm. you know, and network. Yeah. You can meet other like-minded people. Uh, I've known people that actually started paranormal teams because they've met people through ghost tours mm-hmm. and got talking, yada, 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 and next thing you know, there's a team that's formed, right? Mm-hmm. So Wilmington has – I'm just going to give a shout-out. If, if people are visiting Wilmington, I don't know if they do it in the off, like in the winter, but I know they do it summer. T- well, now that there was a pause that they've mm-hmm. re- restarted, there's the Haunted Pub Crawl, mm-hmm. which is killer as far as – actual you know learning about Wilm- a lot of Wilmington history I love their tagline that the only ghost walk where you're guaranteed to see spirits <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> I mean I like they're, they're, it's entertaining and then there's the ghost walk I think mm. it's both owned by the same person I don't know if he would that's, want me to that's what I did for my bachelorette party oh did you really cool <laughs> I mean and it's and it's really cool you know it's it's a good it's it that costs a whole lot of mm. money and and you get a a, a good uh, bit of information about local, you know, that, that's a great in, in downtown Wilmington. That is a great tour. They have yeah. they have a l- several different tour tour guides, two t- tours a night. Um, some are some of the guides are comedians, some are mm-hmm. paranormal investigators, some are mediums, yeah. some are a mix of these things. And yeah. I have been. Um, they all take different routes. You can literally go yeah. on an early tour and a late tour, and they'll be totally different from each other in the past i've been a guest as a paranormal investigator with equipment on some of those on a tour too you know and that was fun you know didn't they i don't know if this number has gone up or not but they used to have something like 27 28 different locations between all of the tours i think it's something like that between both tours yeah yeah i I think you're close to Mm -hmm. that number correct being correct i remember it was really impressive because you can go on these tours just a bunch of them and never see the same place twice yeah and it's just entertaining and mm-hmm. fun. I, I always make sure to get the tour with the Price House. Yes, like that's I, I think that's the Ghost Walk. Yeah, it is. So. Like I, that well, the, go, the Ghost cool. Walk, they have like four different routes mm-hmm. that they do. Right, right. Yeah. The Haunted Pub Crawl is fun too. I've done both, but um, I highly recommend it if you're in the Wilmington area. To co- also, come and check out the museum. You never know; you might yes. see something. Uh, while you're here or have an experience, because we we all b- all three of us truly <laughs> believe, and so does Justin, and um, other employees that work here and have mm-hmm. worked here in the past, they all believe this place is haunted. As a paranormal investigator, uh, we uh, as paranormal investigators, the two of us, we believe that it is it is haunted, mm-hmm. legit haunted. So, you but know, that's you how we became friends. That's right. <laughs> you know, you never know. You may, I mean, you know, I, it might, you might experience something when you're here, and if nothing else, it's just got some really cool, just some really cool stuff in it, and it's mm-hmm. it's worth you know, it, it's not a whole lot of money to come in, yeah. and take the tour. And, and there's I'm a lot, and there's a lot of dolls to come check out. Yeah, yeah absolutely. There's always something new here to check out. It's just a real, and I'm, I'm, I'm not just plugging this because they're our sponsors. You know, I, I'm, I'm a fan. I was a fan of this museum before this show, mm-hmm. you know, and I still am. And, and so, you know, I'm, I'm just going to give a shout out when, you know, and it won't be the last time we do this. We shout we, out. We, we, also, we also have some UFO related objects in, yeah. the, in the museum. Artifacts. We have, yeah, yeah. We have like uh, some alien mm-hmm. implants and a the like. So Wasn't oh, there cool. uh, a piece of wreckage? Oh yeah, it's 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 still over there. Yep. 
cool. Yeah, so come check it out, y'all. Um, and look, um, look, we're, we're going to wrap this one up. I think we've had a good night, minus the technical difficulties we've had just trying to get started. If y'all only knew <laughs> what it took to get this episode going, I was just, uh, I was, I might take a few shots afterwards somewhere. <laughs> 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 Who knows? Um, but look, I want to thank Justin again, Lanassa, uh, one of our co-hosts and our sponsor. Uh, thank the Museum of the Bazaar uh, as a sponsor as well. And uh, thank you all, listeners, um, for, um, you know, continuing to support us. And uh, be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on YouTube, subscribe to our channel, please. And leave comments, you know, we'd love feedback. Or if you want to add to any of, any of the, these stories we've uh, told on any of the episodes uh, and or if you've experienced anything, feel free to leave your experiences in the comment. Maybe we'll talk about them on a on future episode. And episodes. also suggestions for future shows. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, so. Anything you want, especially if it's, you know, Wilmington related or in the area that you thought, you know, where you think might be a good uh, good topic, feel free, to fr- feel free to chime in on comment sections and let us know. We'd be happy to... to uh, Look into that and, and add it on a future episode. Uh, Eric, is there anything else you want to add? Anything new going on with the museum? Um, well, we, we always have new stuff here. We get about an exhibit a week. So, um, the latest one's a serial killers, right? Um, yeah, we've got we got a bunch of new serial killer stuff back there, and uh, more on the way. And uh, I don't know. We're always picking up odds and ends. Hey, so anything you want to throw in there on the last? Uh, Comment for the night. Besides, I'm a werewolf. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I'm. I'm just realizing that I've mentioned like stories or like quips involving my mom on here like three times, and I, I, I just I want it to be known, Mom. I love you. I'm she not knows. picking on you. No, I, no, I don't think she does. So oh, I just want to reiterate <laughs> <laughs> because I meant what I said about being scared and to being good. Right. In right. the last episode, right. Mom, I love you. Right. <laughs> And um, don't kill me. There you go. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> well, we're going to go ahead and call this one a night. And uh, thanks again for watching. And um, hit the like button on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. And follow us on YouTube. Uh, Haunted Cape Fear and Beyond on YouTube. And same Haunted Cape Fear and Beyond on Facebook. We're going to be on other social media outlets soon. TikTok and Instagram, I think. With some short clips from shows and whatnot. So thank you all. And... Um, Happy holidays. Happy holidays. This has been our Christmas episode. Bah humbug. And we'll see (laughs) y'all. See you next year, right? See you next year. (laughs) We'll see y'all next year. Love, peace, and good night.